Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Having trained more than 24,000 pets. Helping you and your fur babies thrive. Live in studio, it's Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura. Answering your pet behavior and training questions. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host and favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Good Saturday morning. I'm Will Bangura, and you're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Perhaps you've got a dog that is completely out of control. Maybe it's just pulling on the leash and dragging you down the street, or you've got some dogs that are fighting in the house, or maybe you've got a cat that uh, can't seem to hit the litter box and is just spraying all over the house. Whatever the problems are, that's what this show's about. It's for you to call in and ask your pet behavior and training questions, and I'm here to help you learn how to correct those pet behavior and training problems. Um Today is going to be a great show. I've got uh, Ellen Clark that's going to be coming in here in just a little bit that we're going to be interviewing. Ellen is the CEO of Heidi's Village. Um, if you care about animals, if you care about dogs, if you care about cats, if you care about animal welfare, you definitely are going to want to listen and hear what uh, Ellen has to say about Heidi's Village. Um, it is something that is very unique. It's a one-of-a-kind game changer for helping homeless dogs and cats, um, helping rescue organizations that are out there and other shelters. And uh, I'm not going to talk any more about it. We'll just wait for Ellen when uh, we start to interview her. She's going to give us some great information on that. Um, over the next few weeks, I am going to be taking the next few weeks to talk in depth about aggression. And one of the things that I'm going to be covering is intra-dog aggression. Um, if you've listened to me, you know that one of the things that I say over and over and over again is there are no quick fixes. There are no shortcuts. Um, and I think that uh, people get the wrong idea. You know, there's this... Uh, thing out there in in the market board and train and you know we've got trainers out there that are promising send your dog to us for two weeks send your dog to us for three weeks and, and we're going to give back to you the perfect pet and you know if you've got a dog that might just be pulling on the leash or won't sit and stay that might be an okay option i personally think that you need to be involved in the training right from the beginning and that's why i don't offer board and train but I'll tell you, when it comes to very severe behavior problems like aggression, like dogs that have had aggression for two, three, four, five, six years, you are not going to send that dog away for three weeks and that dog come back fixed. It's just not going to happen. It would be like taking somebody that... uh was a serial rapist, okay, and then putting them in some kind of a rehab program for three weeks and saying, okay, they are good to go. Now, I know I'm going to get the hate mail. I'm going to get the hate mail for equating aggressive dogs to serial rapists. But what I'm trying to convey is that when we're dealing with a very serious behavior problem, 
It's foolish to think that you're going to get that fixed in a very quick, short period of time. It's wishful thinking. It would be nice to be able to send your dog away. But there's a couple things. You are not going to punish aggression out of a dog. And think about it. If you send your dog away for three weeks, they can't take the time and do everything that they need to do. They're going to have to skip all kinds of steps. And when your dog acts out aggressively, they're going to punish your dog. And you know what? Anybody can shut a dog's aggression down. Use enough fear, use enough pain, use enough intimidation. You can shut the dog down, but it's going to be temporary. I guarantee you that aggression has not been fixed, okay? Because the aggression's not the problem. Do you hear me? The aggression is not the problem. The problem is fear. All aggression is based in fear. No animal goes into fight or flight unless it perceives something as threatening. Now, there might not be a real threat, but again, the animal perceives something as threatening. Okay? So the aggression is a symptom. The problem is fear and anxiety. That is not something that you're going to resolve in three weeks. That is not something that you're going to punish a dog to shut that dog's behavior down. You might get that dog to stop being aggressive in that moment, but it's like putting a lid on the top of a pot of boiling water. The flame underneath that pot, that's the fear. That's the anxiety. That's what's fueling the problem, that boiling water in that pot, which is the aggression, the symptom. And if you think that you're going to punish that out of your dog, that's going to be like putting a lid on the top of the pot of boiling water. Oh, it looks good for a while. You don't see the aggression. But the pressure builds and it builds and it builds because you never put the fire out. The fire's not gone. What's fueling the problem, the fear and the anxiety needs to be addressed. And that takes a lot of time. There are a lot of steps involved in that, and you can't work faster than the dog. It's not going to happen in three weeks. Your dog's going to come back, and maybe your dog's going to be okay for a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month or two. The problem has been suppressed. It's going to come back. So... Over the next few weeks, I am going to be talking in depth about aggression. And as I've always said, um, you're not going to learn how to resolve your dog's aggression by picking up a book, going online, even listening to this show and calling in. Okay, This is supplementary information. You, If you have a dog that's aggressive, you need to hire a very, very experienced trainer. You need to hire a behaviorist, somebody that really knows what they're doing and there's two things you want to watch for. Number one, you're not going to punish the aggression out of the dog. Number two, you're not going to get rid of the aggression by just feeding treats. Now, definitely food rewards and positive reinforcement are a huge part of rehabilitating when it comes to counter conditioning and gradual and systematic desensitization. But most people are just feeding dogs. They're not reinforcing the right behaviors. And, and we're going to be talking about the proper use of food and making sure that we're actually reinforcing behaviors and not just feeding dogs, okay, so that the dog is connecting the dots cognitively why we're reinforcing those behaviors. But we're going to get in-depth into aggression. Um, we're going to be taking a break here in just a second. Um, and 
when we come back from the break, like I said, um, we're going to have Ellen Clark, who is going to be here. Um, we're going to be talking about Heidi's Village. We're going to be talking about animal welfare. Um, this is a one-of-a-kind facility. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls. It's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Good Saturday morning, and we are back. I'm Will Bangura. I'm your host of Pet Talk today, and you're listening to 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and I answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. If you've got a dog or a cat that's out of control, if you've got behavior problems with your pets that have been just driving you crazy and everything you've done to try to resolve it hasn't worked, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you to give me a call and I will help you to be able to correct the problems that you've been having with your dog and cat. So make sure that uh, every Saturday you're joining us here on KFNX from 9 to 10 a.m. If you happen to miss one of our shows, you can always listen to our shows by checking out our podcast. Our podcast is just a copy of the live version of the show. You can go to Apple Podcasts or you can go to Spotify and just do a search for Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura and you can listen to any of our previous shows. Right now, we are going to... um talk with Ellen Clark. Um, Ellen Clark is the chief executive officer of Heidi's Village. Um, Ellen has over 30 years experience in nonprofit management. 20 of those years were dedicated to animal welfare. Um, while at the Wisconsin Humane Society, she spearheaded a capital fundraising campaign to raise funds for and build a 22,000 wow, square foot animal shelter in Grafton, Wisconsin. After moving to Phoenix, Arizona, she led the team at Altered Tales, a low-cost spay and neuter clinic for cats and dogs. Um, she was actually responsible for expanding an existing spay and neuter clinic from uh, what it was providing 7,000 surgeries per year, uh, to becoming Arizona's largest nonprofit spay and neuter clinic, um, where now they provide over 23,000 surgeries per year. Um, uh, her leadership has been integral to uh, major successes for the animal welfare community. She is a veteran, and we are really excited to have her here. I met Ellen last week when she gave me an unbelievable tour of Heidi's Village. It's absolutely, it, it just blew me away. I've never seen a facility 
you know, where you've got a bunch of animals that was so positive, so upbeat. Um, you know, normally you walk into like a shelter and it, it's depressing. The environment's depressing. No, not at Heidi's Village. They have done an incredible job to make this the most stress-free environment and, and, also have enrichment that they can have for the animals. So we're excited to have you here, Ellen. Thank you for agreeing to be my guest. It's an honor to have you here with us on Pet Talk today. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on Pet Talk. So Ellen, tell me and and tell our listeners, what exactly is Heidi's Village? Heidi's Village is truly a uh, one-of-a-kind organization. It's a nonprofit organization um, in Phoenix. We have five acres, and we created a village. It takes a village. Hmm. Um, We Our services provide uh, temporary boarding for 501c3 not-for-profit rescue organizations, uh, the the boarding is mostly subsidized. It's very low cost, only $13 a day for uh, rescue groups. We provide uh, the food. We provide enrichment, exercise. Like I said, we have nine buildings. One contains our administrative offices, our vet clinic, an adoption area. We have six dog buildings. Each dog building has... Uh, four play yards for 24 play yards total. We've got a splash pad. We have two uh, cat buildings. So it's it's a unique uh, program. You talked about the splash pad, and, and that was really cool, especially here, you know, in Phoenix where it's so hot. You know, um, you guys, you can take a tour of Heidi's Village. You can contact Heidi's Village and we're going to give out that information uh, a little bit later where you can find out more information about Heidi's Village, uh, get on their website, get their contact information. Um, they're always looking for donations and volunteers. Um, and like I said, you can take a tour of the facility and it is just um, amazing. I've never seen anything like that where it, you know, it's kind of this one stop shop. It was not what I was expecting. Um, Talk to us a little bit about, you know, why, why you guys did that. There, there must have been some kind of a, a need in the animal welfare system, the community, you know, um, why Heidi's Village? Well, uh, Heidi's Village, um, is Maricopa County first is only, uh, is second to Los Angeles in the number of homeless animals in our community. Um, whether they're abandoned, whether they're uh, surrendered, uh, whether they're strays, uh, most of these animals need uh, intervention. They need care, whether it's medical or behavioral, to uh, uh, enable rescue groups to find loving homes for them. And uh, we... Our our mission is to ensure that animals are treated with respect, compassion, kindness, and and it's our vision to to try and create a world where all dogs and cats live in forever homes. So we want to take the time to to uh, provide enrichment, provide medical intervention for animals to become uh, uh, appropriate companions for the home. 
That's fantastic. Um, what are the primary services that um, Heidi's Village provides? Um, first and foremost, we want to provide temporary boarding for rescue groups. Um, rescue groups have the opportunity to either come on a daily basis and interact with their animals, or we will provide that for them. Uh, we provide low-cost veterinary care currently just to our rescue partners, but we'll be expanding those services to the general public soon. Uh, low-cost grooming. We have a neonate kitten nursery for uh, kittens that are separated from uh, their moms, which we call kidnapping, um, mm. and, and they need 24-hour care. They need to be fed every two hours. We, we also have a, uh, an adoption facility. Um, uh, so when the neonates or when animals that are surrendered to us become uh, available for adoption, we do those adoptions. And in the future, we'll also be providing training classes for uh, people who have animals that um, just need a little more discipline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's one of the main reasons why people surrender their pets, right? Correct. Behavioral problems. Yeah. yeah you know, you mentioned your uh, neonatal uh, kitten clinic that you have, which is such a, a special thing that you guys have that. Um, can you share with our listeners a little bit more about your neonatal uh, kitten clinic? Absolutely. Um Cats are one of the most at-risk animals in our community. Um, Arizona Humane Society has a, a program uh, similar to ours. We uh, created our program uh, after theirs because it's so successful. When uh, a, a mom is um, has abandoned her kittens, uh, kittens can't fend for themselves when when they're anywhere from a day old to uh, uh, three four weeks they have to be nurtured they have to be stimulated they have to be fed bottle fed uh, every two hours so it's a 24 hour seven day a week program the the busiest kitten season is between probably February March, all the way through the end of October, sometimes even into the beginning of November. Um, these kittens are uh, provided care. They're uh, spayed or neutered, and then we find homes for them. Yeah, so, you know, talk about you know something that literally is uh, life and death. Absolutely. You know, so that's that's absolutely uh, fantastic. Hey. Um, now, does Heidi's Village Veterinary Clinic, do they serve the public as well? We are gearing up to uh, be able to serve the public, uh, hopefully uh, within the next few months. The uh, COVID issues have created uh, challenges, as you can imagine, sure. um, and our facility uh, just started providing services to rescues in April. So we are continuing to provide those services to the rescues uh, and um, expanding the services that we do provide to rescues, including dentals, spay-neuter, um, mass removals, etc. 
Wow. Yeah, I'm, when I took the tour, I was really impressed, uh, you know, with um, your veterinary services, the uh, surgical center that you have. It is absolutely state of the art. It is. It's pretty incredible. We have uh, four surgery tables in a, in a surgery suite. We have digital x-ray, um, dental x-ray. Um, it's, it's, as you say, it's a state-of-the-art facility. Um, now, I know that one of the biggest things that you guys are doing is that you are providing, you know, these services for other rescue organizations. Um what does it cost for a rescue to board a dog or cat at uh, Heidi's Village? And, and um, we'll talk about what's all included, too. But what does it cost? Well, you're going to be surprised. $13 a day is what we charge for uh, boarding overnight. Uh, wow. Those services, that fee is actually subsidized um, by the Virginia B. Jontas Foundation. Uh, she is our founder. She is uh, the person who um, first came up with the idea of sort of a one shop for everything with a focus on providing uh, assistance to rescues. Now, what what's all included when the rescue um, does have their uh, animal board with you? Sure. Uh, it includes at least four sessions of enrichment, which could be walks, uh, uh, splash pad play, uh, Kongs, scent, uh, just a variety of, uh, of enrichment. Um, and we keep it affordable and keep our medical service costs affordable for rescues, for our partners. We're going to go take a break so we can listen to news, but we're going to talk more about that when we come back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Yeah, that's me. And we're back. You're listening to Pet Talk Today. Happy Saturday, everybody. You're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Perhaps you've got uh, a dog that's just absolutely destructive, tearing everything up. Maybe your dog's got horrible separation anxiety, and when you leave, it just destroys everything. Perhaps, um, you know, you've got a cat that's just yowling and, and just won't stop vocalizing uh, for hours. Whatever the problem might be, this is what the show's about. You give me a call, and I answer your pet behavior and training questions and teach you how to put an end to those problems once and for all. Um, today, we have been interviewing Ellen Clark. Ellen is the CEO for Heidi's Village, 
And Heidi's Village, um, as we've been talking about, is a very, very uh, unique organization. Um, I'm going to have Ellen, because we may have new people that have just joined us, just kind of briefly say, you know, what is Heidi's Village again? And Ben, if you would, give out information like your phone number, your web address, how people can contact you to get more information about Heidi's Village or to donate. Can you do that? Absolutely. Thank you. Heidi's Village is a unique animal welfare organization in Phoenix. We want to collaborate with already existing animal welfare organizations to uh, assist them in their efforts to provide uh, temporary boarding or medical services for animals in need. Many animals that are stray uh, or um lost, homeless, uh, just need medical or behavioral intervention and a little time to uh, get comfortable with their surroundings before they're able to uh, be available for adoption and find a loving home. And uh, Heidi's Village partners with these organizations to provide temporary shelter and provide needed medical intervention. Gotcha. Um now, I know a lot of people are going to want to know the answer to this question, but does Heidi's Village accept animals surrendered by owners or strays, you know, that are found by the community? We do accept surrenders and in some strays, but on a case by case basis. Some of the, the issues, the factors that impact if we can uh, take a surrender uh, or a stray uh, are it would be our capacity and our ability to find uh, the animal an adopter. Uh, we're not a high-volume adoption center. Uh, we have less audience. We're brand-new organizations, so we want to ensure that the animal um, is able to get adopted versus just warehousing animals. Um, when we're not able to accept an animal, we do provide um, uh a variety of resources to help. Yeah, I knew that people were going to want to know also, you know, whether or not you do have animals for um, adoption. So I'm glad that, uh, you know, you did uh, touch on that. You know, right now with um, COVID and things being kind of crazy, what, what measures are you taking to uh, promote safe practices uh, during the pandemic? Well, we require all of our staff and everyone who enters uh, Heidi's Village to wear a mask, wash hands between uh, handling different animals. We have very rigorous sanitation protocols um, throughout all of our buildings. So if people do want to find out about any animals uh, for adoption or if, if they want to find out um, if they're what the fees are associated with that, how would they how would they get that information? Visit our website. Our website is Heidi'sVillage.org. You can see the animals that we have available for adoption on our website um, and as well as the various services that we provide. So they can go to your website, and, and that's Heidi'sVillage.org. Yes. Heidi, H-E-I-D-I-S, 
www.thepeopleshealthvillage.org. Check that out, guys, because really they're doing such great work there. And what's really cool, like I said, this facility is absolutely one-of-a-kind, state-of-the-art. They've got a video on the website, and I thought that was really cool, Ellen. You had that time-lapse video that showed from the time you broke ground yes, until you were done, and, and that was fantastic. And what... What an operation. Um, just, like I said, I've never seen a facility so well planned, so much uh, thought that went into each and every aspect of, of making this a uh, facility uh, where you looked at it from the animal's point of view. Absolutely. And, and talk about that a little bit because that was, you, you know, you shared that with me when I took the tour. And gosh, what an important thing to do to make things so much better for the animals. Talk about that. Absolutely. So the, in that video that, that you were talking about too, at, at the end of it, uh, we got a drone to do a flyover, um, our property so you can really see how, uh, the buildings were laid out. Um, the design process of this took two years and the building process took one year. We took, um, as, as we discussed, uh, an animal's point of view, uh, it, maneuvering through the facility. What are they going to go on, go to the bathroom on? Where are they going to lift their leg? Where are they, uh, how are they going to get from building to building? Um, are we going to provide shade? So we have shade canopies. We have, um, misting systems, the splash pads, the parks that have, uh, the fake grass that, uh, that will stay cool in the summer. Um, all of these things were, uh, were, uh, considered in, in building our facility. The, the materials we used, we wanted to build something that is going to last, that can take the punishment of, of, uh, dog's nails, cat scratching, um, and yet the environment itself is fun and inviting, uh, the, the, pictures and signage that we used throughout the building uh we wanted people to to notice it to learn through it but most especially uh be comfortable in the environment and have fun with the animals yeah folks don't think of this as just like a shelter i mean this is a nonprofit organization in animal welfare organization that um, is providing resources you know to the rescue organizations providing resources to shelters and and therefore providing resources for pets so it's so much more than that it is a such an aesthetically pleasing building and and you know you walk in the first thing you expect is, well, it's going to smell like animal. And it doesn't. No. It doesn't. And, and, you know, that's why I said you've got to absolutely, if you're listening to the show today, you've got to contact Heidi's Village. If you're listening to the show today, you have got to take a tour of this place. You've got to get on their website and see what I'm talking about because I could sit here and we could talk and talk and talk. You will never really appreciate this facility and the work that they're doing unless you get more information by going to their website or, or taking a tour. So again, their website is Heidi'sVillage.org. That's H E I 
D-I-S Village, V-I-L-L-A-G-E dot org, Heidi's Village dot org. Now, something like that, uh, the amount of work and planning and thought that went into that, um, had to be, uh, in, incredible and I'm assuming that uh, a lot of uh, minds came together uh, in order to make all that happen. Um, and, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are going to want to know, you know, who is Heidi? Heidi was a uh, a dog that our founder, Ginny Jontas, and her husband, David, um took on from a friend of hers. She was, uh, Jenny was in the real estate business and she met a woman who was quite ill trying to sell her house. She had a dog. She knew she was going to be dying soon and, uh, Jenny sold her house for her and they became very close friends. And the woman asked Ginny if she would take her beloved dog, Heidi, uh, if and when anything happened to her. Uh, she was a schnauzer. Uh, Ginny was so moved by, uh, by her experience that she knew that there were so many other homeless animals out there, uh, that needed help and, uh, she was uh, primarily the major force behind Heidi's Village and uh, contributed about $22 million. Wow. You know, we've got to take a quick break here to hear from our sponsors. But when we come back, um, I want to have you talk more about Ginny and the amazing uh, gift of philanthropy that she has given Heidi's Village uh, you're listening to Pet Talk Today. I'm Will Bangura on 1100 KFNX. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls. It's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX. I'm Will Bangura, your host, where I am answering your calls and dealing with your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Today, we have a guest in studio, Ellen Clark, and... Ellen is the CEO of Heidi's Village. If you just tuned in, uh, we've been talking about Heidi's Village, which is really a one-of-a-kind organization, a game-changer in the animal welfare uh, community. Um, Ellen, uh, for those that may have just tuned in, you know, briefly tell us again, you know, what, what is Heidi's Village? What makes it unique? 
Heidi's Village is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we opened in April of, of this year. Um, we provide temporary boarding at low cost to 501c3 uh, rescue organizations. We provide uh, veterinary intervention uh, to those rescue groups. We help animals uh, become uh, good family members uh, uh, available for adoption. Uh, again, we're a nonprofit organization, and uh, we partner with animal welfare groups. Something that is is so uh, needed, um, just exciting the the work that you guys are doing and uh, the the great benefit that uh, we are going to receive in our community as a result of the great work that you're doing. And um, before we went to break, uh, we were talking about uh, Heidi's Village and. Uh, we we're talking about, um, Ginny Jontis and, uh, I want you to talk a little bit more about her and how, and in, in addition to that, how does Heidi's Village get funding? Heidi's Village is a, a nonprofit organization. We were, um, actually, uh, very excited about the, uh, generous donation from the Virginia B. Jantes Foundation to create the building and acquire the land where we uh, are situated. Um, the the impetus for for the Virginia B. Jantes Foundation is uh, to provide support for uh, the animals, to provide the facility, but make it affordable. Um, we uh have received funding through the Virginia B. Jontis Foundation, again, for the building, but we're still uh, receiving support from uh, people in the community in a variety of different ways, um, m- many of which are, are listed on our website, which is HeidiesVillage.org. Um, under the Waste to Help tab, uh, listeners can find out about different ways that they can get involved. And you can be a $25 donor, a $2,500 donor, uh, everything in between. We're uh, uh, thrilled to be offer- offering sponsorship opportunities uh, at Heidi's Village, like sponsoring one of the streets in Heidi's Village or sponsoring a kennel. Uh, you can also buy a little dog tag to put on uh, our Heidi's Village uh, sculpture at the entrance uh, uh, to honor your animal or a loved one. Um, you can sponsor a whole building and have your pet's picture uh, featured uh, on that building. There's just a, a wide variety of ways uh, to help Heidi's Village. And all of those donations are tax deductible too, yes, right? Yes, they are. Yes. Absolutely. Give out your web address again for our listeners, please. We are at Heidi'sVillage.org. That's H-E-I-D-I-S-V-I-L-L-A-G-E dot O-R-G. Yeah, definitely you want to check out that website. Uh, they've got some great, uh, like I said, they've got a time-lapse video when you get on there that goes through the uh, taking it from 
when you broke ground all the way until we'll just call it the the ribbon cutting ceremony, so to speak, um, which you really weren't able to do because of COVID, right? Correct, because of COVID. So we've had like several months of soft opening. We've provided tours to people. Mm-hmm. We've done uh, already uh, well over 200 adoptions uh, of animals, uh, mo- mostly the kittens that we took in through our neonate kitten program, but um, we've also had some dogs surrendered to us. So we've done over 200 cat and dog uh, adoptions, and we have many more uh, kittens and actually some puppies that will be coming up for adoption soon. And and we definitely want to, here at Pet Talk today, um, support Heidi's Village um, as much as we possibly can so you know anytime you've got special things going on you've got adoptions or announcements that you want to have the community know about you know please let me know because we'll definitely announce those on the show um when uh you guys do uh a hard opening or or a uh, medium opening or whatever it might be, you know, with COVID or anything, let us know. We definitely want to get the word out because, folks, um, I've been doing this a long time. And, um, you know, this is something that is very unique. It's very different. This is something, like I said, that is a definite game changer in the animal welfare community. And, um, I believe Heidi's Village is is going to be a model for other uh, states, other counties, other municipalities to follow in Heidi's Village footsteps because it is such uh, an amazing model. Thank you so much. Um, when we were planning... Uh, Heidi's Village in the two years before construction began, we had the opportunity to travel to various different uh, shelters and uh, got tours behind the scenes. And imagine being able to take the most extraordinary piece of every shelter you've been to and and create uh, a wonderful facility like Heidi's Village. It, it was a basically a once in a lifetime opportunity that will last in our community for years and years to come. You know, when I was out to see you um and I took the uh, tour uh last Friday, I asked you a question and, and I want to ask it to you again on on air and, and have you answer because you're a veteran at this. You've been doing this a long time too. This is your first rodeo when it comes to animal welfare and when it comes to designing and planning, you know, facilities and things of that nature. Um, because this is such an amazing and unique uh, project, what are you most proud of? It's so hard to, it's so hard to choose. I, I, I know that, that someone recently asked me, uh, what, what in life I was the most proud of and, and, Immediately I said being able to spearhead the, the construction and design of, of Heidi's Village. There's so many components in Heidi's Village, not just for dogs, but for cats, for people, for, for, uh, volunteers, for animal lovers, um, and, and all those animals in need. It, it, it's, 
it's so comforting knowing that stressed out animals can come in to Heidi's village and be able to thrive. And one of, one of the groups that, uh, uses our services is Boxer Love. And, uh, Randy from Boxer Love recently sent me, uh, an email and he said that all of the folks at Boxer Love, their volunteers ha- are having a great time and, and are loving, uh, Heidi's Village, the mm. splash pad, the walks. But the thing that they appreciate most is that their dogs are thriving. They've come from very stressful situations and they're just thriving in the environment and they're quickly finding homes for these animals that, you know, a week or 10 days ago uh, or even a month ago wouldn't have uh, been able to be in someone's home. And, you know, that's such a great point. And, you know, for our listeners, you know, as... Ellen is talking about, you know, uh, these, these dogs from Boxer Love Rescue that, you know, and Randy saying, hey, they just absolutely thrive. That's what's unique about this facility is that, again, it's not like a, a typical shelter that's depressing and smells and all the animals there, you know, are the typical sad thing. Um, so please check out Heidi's Village. Check out their website at Heidi'sVillage.com. Ellen, thank you so much for being my guest. We're definitely going to have you back. Thank you so much. It's an honor being here. Folks, you're listening to Pet Talk today on 1100 KFNX. Be sure to tune in next Saturday from 9 to 10. Have a great weekend.